Hey, it's Scott Rockfile back with another podcast discussion. Let's talk about streaming services in 2023, shall we? I've had a love-hate relationship with streaming services since the beginning. When Netflix started streaming, I was still the Blu-ray DVD guy. <laughs> I, still get, I, I understand they're just about to end that in September. Uh, they've still been doing discs. Who knew? I'm Redbox if I need a disc. Anyway, um, I did a podcast recently where I said I jumped all in when I moved out on my own from a previous relationship. I needed things to watch, and most of my collection was in boxes. So, you know, I jumped into the streaming services and picked the ones I liked and watched stuff. But then I thought, this is too much. We used to pay this for cable, and we wanted to split things up and do a la carte so it'd be cheaper. Yeah, if you just watch one or two streaming services. But granted, two or three streaming services now cost as much as my cable bill used to be. And there are a lot more than that. There's now almost a streaming service for every kind of tastes, and some of them are now merging together. You know, Disney Plus was a big one when they folded all sorts of stuff into theirs. Now, uh, HBO Max did that. Now they're just Max. Other companies are doing that and folding things together. Paramount was something else. What were they all access? And now it's Paramount Plus. Yeah, you, we now have so many of these previous services, you don't even remember when they change and rebrand and all that stuff. This is getting ridiculous. And now, Netflix and other of the streaming services are raising prices to justify, well, you want more content, you want better content, so we're going to charge more. Okay, first of all, how much TV can you watch in a week? When I walk around my office with all of our employees here and they talk about the different things they watch... We've stopped like recommending things. Well, like if, if two or three people get together and they kind of have the same taste in something, like Yellowstone was a big topic for a while between like two or three people, but not everybody in the office watches it or whatever. Um, that was just an example. But we all have our favorite things. And yeah, if one of my buddies like sci-fi, I'm going to recommend 12 Monkeys because I just finished that and say, that was good. If you can find it streaming somewhere for free, go watch it. It's really... Um, or if I watch when Dark, when the makers of Dark put out that new show on Netflix, I did talk about that in the office. If people, I said it's not for everybody's taste. You probably have to like Dark or something weird to like that, which it only lasted one season, unfortunately. But anyway, the streaming services are competing for your dollar. And they're doing things like adapting. Hulu's favorite thing is to adapt a movie into a TV show. And they've had a couple that have been worthy of doing that. And they've been good shows. But now everybody's trying to do it. And I really don't want that. Again, I just reviewed 12 Monkeys. Uh, if this were a video, I'd point and go, you could listen to my podcast. But I did finish 12 Monkeys and posted a review of all four seasons. But with all the streaming services and all the content they want to produce, for me, you're going to have to pick and choose. You, It'll be... Right now, if I signed up for every streaming service that's available to my Vizio TV or my PlayStation or my, my Sony Blu-ray 4K player, because they have apps and all these streams, if I subscribed to all of those, I couldn't afford it. It'd be more than my car payment. So I had four or five, I think, and even that was pricey to me for things that I couldn't keep, couldn't download, couldn't... You know, I can buy a movie for anywhere from a dollar to five dollars to twenty dollars to thirty-five dollars, depending on whether I want it on Blu-ray, 4K, and a steelbook or whatever special edition. And then I own it, and I can have it on a shelf, and I can pull it out and watch it. But so streaming services are now 
becoming expert at disposable content. Creating something that'll be shocking enough for you to talk about by the water cooler, interesting enough for you to talk about by the water cooler. Everything from Chernobyl or Game of Thrones to the modern stuff. Yellow Jackets or Yellowstone or uh, what was the one? Squid Game. You know, whatever. They're doing a great job at creating stuff that will keep you watching till the end of it. But do you care about it six months or a year later? Hmm. I've always felt that sometimes TV and other activities are to fill time for certain people that don't have anything better to do. I tend to have something better to do than most TV shows. <laughs> That's just how it works out. Um, I'd rather watch a movie. I'd rather play a video game. I'd rather work on a website. I'd rather talk to a friend. I'd rather do something social. I'd rather be outside with the dogs. There's very few TV shows that go, I'd rather do this than one of those things. But every once in a while, one comes along. And each one of these streaming services has one or two, if not more, like that. I haven't found the streaming service that has all great shows and no filler, no things I'm not going to watch. Netflix, Amazon, Paramount, some of those are so wide now in the audience they're trying to pull in. I certainly couldn't watch all the new stuff this week unless I had... If I was bedridden and had all sorts of time on my hand, if I was sick and and had hours to watch TV, but I don't. I have maybe an hour or two a day, maybe a little bit longer than that. I usually fill that with a movie or a show I'm trying to finish or a video game or something. And so when I fill that time, I'm I, you know I I'm careful about what I fill it with because um, I don't just want to waste the time. I waste a lot of time watching YouTube videos, but I'm trying to learn something through most of them. It's a review of something. It's how to do something better in like my mixes on what I'm doing with the podcast or music or radio or whatever. Um, I watch a lot of reviews. I watch a lot of interviews. I do a lot of interviews and reviews. Um, so I'm gathering information that way. As I mentioned before, YouTube's kind of become my TV, and it's, I'm not the only one like that. But I don't subscribe to it. I don't want live TV through it. I don't want sports through it. I want long-form videos from reviewers, from artists, from concerts, that kind of thing. These shorts that they're trying to shove down our throats on YouTube, uh, why? I, that's not what I come to YouTube for. I'll go to TikTok or I'll go to other services when I want to see something that's less than 60 seconds. I feel most of those on YouTube is I've done a whole podcast here again. I'm virtually pointing to a podcast I've done before about that shorts. They're being shoved down our throats, kind of like this podcast I'm going to do about Dolby Atmos being shoved down studios throats. They're shoving shorts down us content creators throats because, well, TikTok works and it's big for them and people like shorts. But what you're having is a bunch of YouTube guys cutting 60 seconds or less out of their review, their, their, discussion their podcast whatever their live stream and then using that basically to say if you want to see more go to my channel well that's a promo that's a commercial that's that's what i'm trained to do in my job so that's why my podcasts are usually about 10 minutes or longer that's usually why what i watch and what i post on youtube is usually a little long form because that's what i go to those services for if you're one of those people who create incredibly creative, less than 60 second videos and funny things, I salute you. That's difficult to do. And I'm glad there are people out here who do that. That's not what I do. I'm into this, this long form. Let's get meaty. Let's get into the, you know, into the depth of it. So anyway, long story short, streaming services have now become what we feared they would. 
They are fighting for your time by creating more content. They're raising the price so they can justify creating more content. But there is too much. There is literally too much that one person can watch in a week if they have a normal schedule. There is more content released across all of the apps on my TV. I, there's no way. I have to pick and choose. And it's gotten to the point where I've become so picky. This week of, of the 100 shows or the 50 shows that come out, I'll watch one of them, if that. I started um, Secret Wars because I'm a giant Marvel fan. And yeah, I got to watch everything. There's only six episodes, so I'll watch it week to week. I'll squeeze it in. It's a stream. You know, I don't need to binge it. I'll just watch it week to week and treat it like a TV show, and that'll be great. Um, and it'll be over quick, easy, fine. And that's that's what I prefer if it's going to be a TV show. Some of the other stuff, the TV shows, my, my buddies will get, watch this. It's It's good. Good's not good enough if I'm going to watch a TV show. It's got to be great. It's got to be a great show, and I, I finish it and go, wow, that was really worth watching. I'll recommend it to friends. Most of the shows that I watch are just like, oh, that was fine. You know, it, it wasted a few hours. I don't want to waste hours, though. That's not, if that's what you're into, I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying that's not what I do. I, I want to watch something with substance, of value, of, that's going to keep me um, chewing on it later. So anyway, streaming services, just pick and choose. It's still fairly a la carte. Go with the ones that have the content you want and try not to subscribe to everything. When I did my little research project here, I realized there were a lot of streaming services I haven't watched in over a month. If I go a month with not watching one, I cancel it. And I can re-sign up at any time if they have a show I need. But I've canceled almost all of them now because, well, they just didn't have enough content to keep me from month to month to month or enough new movies or enough whatever. So... Just be aware of that, because I think, to me, we're going to go back some way to things that all encompass everything, or having your own private collection, like nerds like me. Scott, I'm Rockfile. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. Uh, if you have thoughts, please post them in the comments below, or send me a, a message to rockfile at live.com. Thanks for listening to a podcast. Have a spectacular day. 